I'm so sorry <laughs> to our headphone listeners because someone is a dumb bitch today. And by someone, I mean Samuel Bog. Don't fucking dox me, bitch. You've done it to yourself. I've, whenever I said my name on the actual pod. Multiple times. Well, Diva, Miss Hunty, for everyone's information, I live in York. What? No way. Wow. But does he live in York? Do your intro, girl. Do it. You've already done half of it. I'm Eris Envy, your punk rock hairy fairy, putting the sis in sisterhood. The other one I was going to do is, I have a bad case of Camilla Parker irritable bowel syndrome. But I don't think that would have been much better. <laughs> Yay. And I am Sam DMV, also known as Sam Damonteverde, also known as Anissa Long, your fellow friendly trans non-binary Filipino Canadian mentally unstable hot mess, hailing all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Scarborough Scarborough, if you want to be specific, excuse me. Um, and today we have some Kirkland's natural spring water uh sponsored by or brought to you by Costco. Um, Costco, please sponsor me. I would love a free membership. Yes, thank you. Pretends to be shocked. And Bosco, if you need another disposable twink, hi. You're not a twink. And <laughs> I'm... Twink. And I'm Logan Murphy, a say-something gay gay, uh, here with some Arizona iced tea. Fun fact, not produced in the state of Arizona. And that surprises you why? Because it's Arizona iced tea. It's anyway, funny because I never is... even thought about it being well, from Nothing you consume in America is made in America unless you make it with fresh ingredients in your kitchen. Um, this is actually made in New York. Fun fact. So. Oh. Ratio, you fucking bitch. Interessant. Anyway, this is um, green tea with ginseng and honey. And welcome oh, to, to the cup, the, the currently unnamed podcast where the tea is piping hot and we're always ready to spill. I guess we're going with that intro today. And we are always happening. to quench your thirst. Whatever. Drag Race Philippines! Drag Race Philippines. It's giving. It it's really giving. Is. It's serving bonga. The bonga. divas are hunting. The hunties are bonga-ing. <laughs> And we're just here to slay. And I was also reminded today, um, if you are American or Canadian, you might get this. I don't know if it was aired in the UK. Um, I was reminded today of Boinga from the Backyardigans, uh, which I come to find out today was voiced by the one and only icon legend and stoned queen uh, Alicia Keys. So, an Aquarian sister of mine. Boinga. Ah, boinga. So, anyway, Drag Race Philippines. Drag Race um, Philippines. It is episode two, rife with drama, intrigue, scandal, and fat phobia. We'll talk about it. Um, But we come back to the workroom. Prince is gone, and she left those shoes, which we those didn't even get an opportunity to talk about because our last episode was two and a half hours, basically. Um, we didn't even get to talk about the hyperfixation of Pow on these on these shoes, which I didn't think were all that bad. 
I don't know what it. I don't know why they hated them so much. I. I they hate been uglier shoes than Turing's body. They've been uglier shoes on Drag Race. They have Widow Von Do. You left the biscuit baskets alone. I mean, she got them signed by Leslie Jones, so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> will you sign my ugly ass shoes? I will sign your ugly ass shoe. <laughs> Oh, the exposure today is not it. I don't know what's happening. My lighting's all kinds of fucked. Anyway, um, we have lost Prince, sadly. Oh, they come back oh. into the workroom. Prince, why? Oh. Oh. Alien, never the same. Ah! With feelings. With feelings. <laughs> The crossover no one ever expected pheromone x lady morgana <laughs> i would get that makeup palette so fast i absolutely, <laughs> I would would absolutely, too. I absolutely would too bitch um but yeah lady morgana is talking about like how she was nervous but obviously like this song is a song that she knows very well she's been doing this for 17 years so like despite the fact she's only 30 she's 31 which means she started drag at 14 Iconic, legendary. Oh, yeah. Sorry, totally forgot to talk about this uh, during the previous episode. But can, there, do y'all remember when Lady Morgana walks in and then Corazon is like, "Yes, walked in with feelings," and then Corazon was like, "Oh my gosh, I've been watching you since third grade." I forgot to bring that up in the first episode, and I was like, "What do you mean?" Because, because we also know that. Corazon is like 34, 35. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, work. I mean, Rhea's son's been doing drag since she was 11, so. I mean, yeah, but like, Corazon is literally older than Lady Morgana. Yeah, that, that's what we were trying to say, Iris. <laughs> well, I'm trying. You're, doing You're not succeeding. Anyway. Anyways, um, uh... We come back into the workroom for a mini challenge. I enjoyed this mini challenge. I actually very much enjoyed this mini challenge. I hated this. Why? I understand why. I, 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 I get why. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not just because of the blatant fat phobia towards touring by literally the 10 other queens present and also Paolo. I don't give a fuck. Why the fuck is Paolo making these fucking comments towards touring? That's bullshit. Like, I don't understand why we're making fat phobic comments. And I don't care. If it's PC in the Philippines, I don't give a single fuck. That's bullshit. That shouldn't be happening. Especially when you have a guest judge like Jiggly Caliente, who has done so much to change the perception of plus-size queens across the world. Anyway, y'all can talk about them getting up a slippery bamboo or whatever the fuck it was. 
So, um, what basically this mini this mini challenge was kind of a game of, um, as they call it, palo sebo or greasy pole, um, as people in the West world, I guess, may call it. Um, but basically, you're supposed to climb up a greasy pole. Um, usually, it's like a bamboo stick in the Philippines, and um, up. Up top, this bamboo stick or pole, there's usually like some kind of prize. Um, sometimes it'll be money. Some sometimes it'll be like just the flag, kind of similar to what we saw in the challenge. Um, very common at fiestas and uh, festivals and stuff like that. Um, and I guess this mini challenge was just whoever did it the fastest won the challenge. I would have won. I will. I I've would... been rock climbing twice. I've also been rock climbing twice. I've gone rock climbing three times, so fuck you both. And I can't do a pull up. I can't do a pull up either. I no, can. Can you do a pull up? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I'm still here, like, I would totally get up that pole. All however many stones of me. <laughs> Anyway, so I feel like I feel like they spent way too much time on this challenge. I'm gonna be honest. And they got violent with each other. Like they were throwing each other into this pole, and people were doing like roly polies. I was entertained. Like the screen. I was actually very much entertained because I very much relate to kind of all the reactions that were going on. I knew I expected it to get as loud as it did, especially with everyone being like, "Ay, ay." Literally, yeah. my mom and I were laughing at the TV when that happened. Also, just every time like someone was called to like climb up, they they had like reactions very similar to like how pageant girls would react. Oh, it gave me very prices right tease. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was oh like, my oh my god. I was like, this is this is cute. Okay. Like that I found very cute. Also, Lady Morgana's not that bad of a dancer. I think. No, not at all. Did we stop here do like a solid like like salsa? Solid little salsa moment, yeah. Um, and then we also get a moment with Eva Queen. Uh someone ends up calling her like a tree creature, which kind of refers to this like mythical creature called the cap called the capre. Uh I don't know if I pronounced that uh correctly. Please put down the um phonetic pronunciation right again i'm a white whitewashed filipinos um bored in so um yes so that basically it, it is kind of a tree creature that smokes for a long time and kind of hangs around the trees um we also get a moment from silhouette who for one looks like a taiwanese per, looks like a taiwanese old lady um oh. and also we get from marina that silhouette also looks like a korean lola I definitely see that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but throughout all of that, we get our mini challenge winner, which is none other than Corazon. Corazon. Good on you, Gail. Yes. Uh, with the prize of 20,000 pesos and a 15 second head start to our maxi challenge. Yes. Carlson does seem to be the most muscular of them all. Well, we find out why in Untucked. 
she grew up on like building sites and how inspection sites yeah yeah i wish that was me i want to be strong anyway the maxi challenge for the week is the i guess unconventional materials challenge yeah very much unconventional materials challenge um, where everything um, has to be made out of flowers. In dedication of the Sagala or the Flores de Mayo. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, I'm going to just elaborate kind of more on Please. what that is. So, um, yeah, no, I I also like asked my mom about, about this too. So, um, basically, the Sagala is kind of a celebration dedicated to the virgin mother of mary the one that gave birth to jesus christ uh as she brings in the rain right after the dry season um also would like to say i would like to credit once again robin char that is robin char with three r's after the chat um who also um made a video for the references so shout out to you if you are watching this so typically um we have a muse who's usually kind of the woman uh, the the female role um who is paired up with an escort usually a male um and two people behind them um or at both sides of them hold up an arch and on that arch it kind of has a title that they would represent so that's mm-hmm. kind of what that presentation on the runway uh is like what we get that's very much how it is at like the Sagala. um <laughs> So yeah. Love it. Fabulous. Yeah, so Corazon gets a 15 second head start and immediately grabs all of the thread. Honestly, it was kind of petty of her, but I love it. I I I wasn't like mad at it. I wasn't necessarily mad at it because I know they talked about it on the main stage too. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, Good for her and, on that, you know? But, obviously... But I'm just confused as to why she didn't grab more flowers, because she grabbed a sparing amount of flowers, and for the theme, like, the runway theme to be based on, like, the Sagala, I would expect, would have expected her to have grabbed more flowers. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, that comes back to bite her later in the episode, but... I think she, uh, in the words of Sasha Bell, she misunderstood the assignment. Unfortunately... I misunderstood the assignment. Yes, spoiler spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen the and are watching us. I didn't spoil anything. I'm just saying she didn't understand the assignment. Mary. Um, But yeah, so a lot of the episode is just them making the, the garments. Um, We get a cameo from Recurring guest judge, I think. Um, Rajo Lorel. Who I'm obsessed with. Yes. Is he the Filipino Ross Matthews? Uh, I honestly think that's doing him a a disservice. No, no. Better, better, yeah. I meant he looks like Ross Matthews. That's what I'm trying to say here, is that he kind of looks like Ross Matthews. But maybe the talent, uh, with the talent of, like, Carson Kressley. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I honestly, I love that he actually had like good sewing advice for a lot of the queens and good design yeah. advice for a lot of the queens because we're very used to RuPaul going around and be like, that's interesting. 
how are you gonna make that stunt? My girl. Like yeah, yeah. I am also. Can I just say, Raho is like so handsome, but also like he just he just went around and gave people actual like design advice, and it was refreshing. And he was such a good judge on the panel. Like I agree. I do. I'm pretty sure he is a recurring judge because I think that was one of the announcements. But bitch, I hope he is because I really liked him. I really, I really enjoyed. uh, It's nice to have a. It's nice to have a Drag Race judge wanting the contestants to succeed. It's nice to have a whole panel of judges wanting them to succeed. Absolutely. Like... There is an untucked moment I want to talk about. I think this is from episode one. But one... I I can't remember who said this, but they said, Oh, well, you know, Jiggly is naturally kind of mean, so when she's nice to you, she's really trying. Oh, I think it was, um... Eva? I, I was gonna say Eva. It sounds like an. It was Eva. Eva. Yeah, I love that. Me too. Um. But anyway, then they start making shit. Yeah, they start making stuff. What I came to realize as I was watching the episode, I don't know if y'all recognize this either. Either this was a one day challenge. It one was yeah. a one day challenge. They presumably. Had about eight hours to make these, give or take. Mm-hmm. Why? Probably had a tight filming schedule. And if you've got a challenge you can do in one day, it's yeah. going to be this. It's not going to be an acting challenge, and it's probably not going to be Snatch Game. Yeah. Yeah. Or Wild. any branding challenge, because that takes time to like process yeah. and like get things edited and put together but um well and it, it like it confuses me a bit because like jumping into the, like the trailer for next week we know next week is the girl group challenge so like did they just factor more time for the girl group and less time for the design challenge i feel like that could also depend on like the challenges even after that because totally. for all we know like the girl group challenge could also be like a day you know mm. Maybe we'll get a ball somewhere down the line, and I imagine they probably get more than one day for a ball. I assume oh. that the next, I assume that like the next three challenges in some order are probably girl group, ball, and snatch game. So snatch game at either eight or seven feels, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, who knows? Philippines could be doing something completely different. And I would love to see it, honestly. I would also but, love to see it. I, but yeah. But anyway, so Paolo and Raho go around and they give a lot of talking to Turing about the pants. And uh, uh, I can't... I'm, what, it was I, the skirt part because yeah, there was... Yeah. Like, make sure not to accentuate the middle of your body. Make sure to accentuate the sides of your body so it gives you shape. And that is actually really good advice. We'll talk about Touring's look later, but it didn't all come together. Um, yeah. And it seems also, like a lot of people just straight up ran out of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Gigi well, we on the runway, we'll talk about it. Gigi straight up says, yeah, I, I ran out of time. Yeah. And so I'm like, do I love this as a one-day challenge? I don't know that I do. We do get a conversation about people's relationships with their families on this episode. We do, yeah. We do. So, um, it kind of starts with a conversation with Venus 
talking about, you know, being more a little bit more flamboyant in the early days of like high school and things like that. And then, you know, becoming the straight person and like yeah. having a girlfriend and like being top of her class, but not really like enjoying that period of her life. Um, which I, I can only speak for myself. I don't know if y'all will agree, but like I definitely dealt with a little bit of that. I also um, that. Oh, high school's with a darker share of my life. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't particularly agree. I feel like I had an overall like pretty net neutral high school experience, but I also think it was because like I went to a high school where most people just like didn't care, and like I was surrounded by like the Mormons and the cowboys and the meth heads and all that shit, and like. No one really like gave a fuck. They're just like, yeah, do your thing, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so they have that conversation. It's I think it's Eva and Marina that are in the conversation directly with Venus, and then Gigi is kind of off to the side doing her makeup, and it overhears the conversation. And has a very emotional moment talking about how she was abused as a child. Yeah. Um, and I cannot speak to that directly, as that was not my experience. But I definitely feel for her because of, you know, the, the continual trauma that's, that's going to bring into your life. So. Mm. We love Gigi. We, we love Gigi. It's just not a pleasant thing to hear about. And I can only hope that yeah. Gigi can continue on a journey of healing. But she's always going to have to deal with those thoughts and those feelings in the back of her mind. And it does. It makes me sad for her. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like I'm not surprised that a lot of like the Philippine, the Philippines are kind of sharing that story because especially from like looking back in history i know that the philippines was basically raised in this like catholic as like yeah. it's a very catholic like country the spanish influence is very strong and yes. with that comes catholic influence so yeah. yeah um anyway should we talk about some runway looks yeah yeah we shall <laughs> let's be real here nothing much happens in the episode itself uh everything important happens in untucked oh yeah oh yeah so we're gonna talk about this category for the runway is saga i've been saying it correct and now that i'm on camera i can't say it saga right. amazon saga amazon saga amazon I'm pretty sure I said it in the previous episode and I said it horrifically wrong. I also want to take a moment to apologize for saying Venus's name wrong because I know I definitely said Venus a couple of times last episode. And that wasn't you even the just, worst. You were just that trying to project uh, her to be first boot, like Venus Deluxe. Or not Venus Deluxe. That's no, her I name. Love Venus. Venus Delight. Not Venus Delight. Bye. Anyway. The, the pun you did to her name was even worse. But, penis anyways um i'm gonna apologize in advance the quality of these photos is crunchy it's it's crunchy 
it, it just is. Um, we also have our guest judges before we dive in. Uh, Rahul Laurel is here. And also Puck Wong, who is a comedian, actress, singer, uh, reality show, fabulous woman. Yeah. Who was fabulous and fabulous. Yeah, I actually... So she's also kind of known for like her her humor is very like self-deprecating and I love that so much. I could tell. I I really liked her. As someone who relates to self-deprecating humor. Uh yeah. Chef's kiss. Very that. All right. First up, Minty Fresh. I love this. This was great. I loved everything apart from the rainbow socks because I did not get what they were doing. That is fair. I yeah, totally agree. Yeah. That was I that think was my thing too. If I had to take a guess, I think it's trying to mimic the pattern of the basket that she cut and then used on like the shoulder and the hip. But That's, yeah. That's like my favorite part about this outfit. It's the 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 use of the baskets. With the, the basket sleeve. It's a basket sleeve. It's a basket sleeve. It's a basket but, sleeve. But it's got I'm good sorry. structure. It's got great structure. I know. I love it. Like, ah, uh, she is becoming one Would of my favorites. Surprise us. Yeah, and you love to see it. Truly. Yeah, I love that she took the idea of the Sagala and kind of, like, turned it on its head a little bit with this sort of, like, fashion forward, which is what we're coming to uh, to find out that her brand is. Brand. We've gone 26 minutes and have not discussed branding. Brand. Um, oh, you want to talk about branding, darling? Branding, darling. Branding, darling. Um, but yeah, as we come to know her brand to be... Um, sorry, brand to be fashion forward. I love that she kind of took these traditional elements and kind of made them a lot more into the present day. So I, I did like what she into had done. Uh, my cup is full. My cup is full. My cup's at 95. It's the socks, oh. isn't it? Yeah, the socks really take me out of it. That's like, I love everything from the kneecaps up. Not the kneecaps. Brigadine! I'm sorry, this photo. You've caught her in her battle stance. <laughs> okay, so here's the problem. Uh, Drag Race Philippines had yet to post these photos on Instagram. So I had to pull these photos myself. And uh, this was one of two full body shots of Brigadine on the runway. And the other one was her at the back of the runway in, like, horrible lighting. So this is, I'm not joking, the best photo I could have pulled. She, in this pose, honestly, she does look like when you re use the debug on a sim. And it stands in that, like, default pose where it's just like... Right. That being said, I love most of this outfit. I don't know about the shoes. I don't think we needed, like, the plastic stripper heels for this. And I kind of wish there was maybe some elements on the leg. Like, maybe just a flower or two there. Yeah, I agree as well. 
Um, not that there's a problem with like panties showing, but I just wish there was more added to it. RuPaul sure would sure would have a problem with panties showing. RuPaul is somewhere frothing at the gash. We are lucky enough to not have RuPaul on hosting this. I love the hair and I love like the color story of the outfit. Oh yeah. I'm just kind of taken up by the shoes and I do wish it was a little bit longer, but hey, she has to make this in eight hours, so I actually don't mind the shoe with this. I think it kind of reflects the like she's got, you know, the the bare shoulder happening, the bare leg. I like I do like what's going on. I'm gonna be honest, I and I know she talks about it in depth. I kind of think she should have been in the top. I'm going to disagree because there's someone else who, else who was safe that I think should be in the top, but we'll talk about that. Okay. I'll reevaluate oh. my thoughts as we get through, as we go through it, but like... Yeah, I, I have a thought as well on who I thought should have been in the top as well. Anyways. Uh, my cup is going to be at a 95 for Brigadine. My cup is going to be at 90. I'm going to be at a, at a 90 for Brigadine. talk about touring at the tours of, uh... i love her but i'm gonna have to look away right now oh no actually honestly the outfit wasn't completely terrible no um, not at all no i do like that she had the blue and yellow because that's you know leeds united colors yeah and um as you know i'm a masculine person and football is my life why who can't read my face? Oh. That is sarcasm. The only thing is, I don't know why she did like dark makeup with this. And also, I don't think I think Towing said it herself that she's a seamstress and not a designer. I think she probably yeah. should have thought more about the design. Listen, I don't mind the bra and the pants with the body showing because I think if you've got the body show off, I do mm-hmm. think what she did on top of the bra did not help. By adding all this ruching. I think she should have gone for a more structured bralette. And then also she didn't need a lot on her waist. I think she could have kept the design cleaner. If you know what I mean. I think if she had yeah. kept the blue portion of the skirt pant situation. She had kept that without any of the flowers and embellishment. And just done all of it on the sides. Like Raho was talking about. Mm. Oh, like, yeah, I would yeah. just get... I would just get rid of this like leaf belt and just do all of that on the side. And if you like tear it down, then you have these cute, like tiered, almost like, um, like a tiered peplum moment happening down the side. So you have, you have that at the side, but then you still have your shape in the middle. I think that would have been a little bit more effective in this look. Do you know what would have been a good idea actually? If she had either pants that had, like, a really big flare to them, so, like, the pants Evie, Oddly Waffer, um, when they did the RuPaul Legendary oh, yeah. Legend thing. Yeah. Or she could have done, like, harem pants. I think that would have been really cool. Totally. Yeah, I, I don't... It's not the worst look on the runway. Let's say that. It's not... Uh, I'm gonna give this a 60. I'm unfortunately gonna give this a 55. I'm gonna give her a 69. We love you at the doors. Precious Paula Nicole. 
Mm. I don't okay. think this vote. Oh, sorry, Sam, go ahead. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you, but for me, I don't think this should have been in the top. I this don't like this. One. This would have been the one I would have swapped out. Oh, and I still, I yeah, I still think this is the good look. It and is. I think the way the leaves are laid is really intricate and really well done. Yeah. And I think it works really well for the runway. But um, I'll say it now. I think Eva Queen should have been in her spot this week. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That still being said, I still think Precious Paul and Nicole had a really great look. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's fine. I think she's got I... clean and simple. Yeah, I just wish there was, like... Because I... This photo doesn't do it justice, I'm aware. Again, this was, like, the only full-body shot on the runway. So I did the best with what I could. But, um... I... It didn't really give her a good shape. Yeah. Like, from the side, you get shape. But otherwise, she kind of just looked like a stick figure. And I mean that in the most loving way, because I do... I am really liking Paula, but... I don't understand the hair with this. I I, personally, I, I like I like the green and yellow, but yeah, I, I, it's not all coming together. Yeah. For me. I mean, I personally don't mind the hair. I don't mind this color scheme. I think, yeah, just my main issue is the shape. Um, or lack thereof. Lack thereof, I should say, yeah. Um, especially because of, like, the leaves kind of just flaring out on her, like, yeah. torso. Oh, y'all, you know why this was a one-day challenge? Why? Because it's all flowers. Oh, that's oh. true. Like, that's I just that. thought of, I just thought about that, because we saw that happen with fucking Down Under. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Everything makes a lot of sense, sense now. Okay. Yeah. Um. With that being we said, I'm going to give... Yeah. I'm going to give Paula a 75. I'm going to give her a 65. I'm going to give her a 70. I'm the bitch. Okay. Oh, GG. I feel so... Okay. I love this idea, though. Like, the idea is there for me. Had she executed this idea full out, I think she could have won this challenge. Because I love the idea behind this. Yes. Yes. It just it's just not finished. Like point blank, it's just not finished. And well, I, I think when she, yeah, I love yeah. this hair too. I think what you can see it in her face when she presents it on the runway. She kind of has that face crack almost defeated. She knew it wasn't good and she was letting the judges know that it wasn't up to what she wanted it to be. Yeah. Yeah, I love the idea. The color looks so good on her, as we talked about with her entrance look. This is the hair I would have loved to see in her entrance look. And I said that. Um, the, the black root with the red, as opposed to the, like, full black and then red. Um, Fair. Yeah, these colors look good. I love the leaves at the bottom of the skirt. I, thought I was, was going to say good. it. Yeah, the pop the pop of green at the bottom is amazing and it complements this shade of rel this shade there of red also, very well. There also weren't that many arches that I 
loved, but I really liked hers. Um, I don't particularly know if they made the arches themselves. I they did. I they was... had to make the arches. I believe okay. it was part of the challenge. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure when Pow announced the challenge, it was make the garment and the arch. Okay. So that's what I'm going off of. If that's wrong, let Correct. me know. But um, but yeah, her she had one of the cl- more cleaner arches, which then begs the question, like, again, I understand why it's a one-day challenge, but that's so unfortunate if you have to make a garment and this arch. Because those arches probably took hours to make, and then that's just cutting into the garment. Like, I, I understand the cultural significance of it. I just wish... Unless, unless the, like, the arch themselves were already, like, pre-made and then they just, and had then they to had em- just oh i assume they probably had to embellish it but that still probably took i know that they hours. had i'm pretty sure i saw That's- them being given like wooden arches <clears throat> see in this um, case i would have just loved and i didn't like the mini challenge so this is probably just me being a little biased here i would have loved how they just gotten rid of the mini challenge said oh or even do some dumb thing where it's like oh minty for winning the last challenge you, you get, to get rank rank your rank your people. Okay, cool. This is dumb and stupid to make drama. Now make your thing. Because you know that mini challenge took hours to produce. What I'm trying to say is I just wish they had had more time because I think Gigi's look would have been phenomenal. And I think a lot of other people's looks would have been a lot better had they had more time to make these. Yeah. With, with that yeah. being said, Gigi, I love you. You're one of my favorites. I'm giving you a 60. I'm giving this a 66. I will also give this a 60. Marina Summers. Marina Summers. Very on brand. Very on brand. It's my favorite arch. By far, no question. This is my favorite arch. And she looks great with the arch, too. She looks wonderful. I like, love. Is it is it a swimsuit cover up and a bra with a little shoulder embellishment? Absolutely. Am I sold? Absolutely. <laughs> Can I just say she's in high heels, and the escorts are taller than her. How short <laughs> is this woman? Is she even five foot? I don't think so. I think she's like. I I'm gonna guess like five four five five. Either tall as me or taller than me. Those escorts didn't look all that tall either. We're not really escorts, technically. The pit crew did not look that tall. They don't. They don't look that tall. I'm talking about the two men on the runway walking with everybody. They didn't look tall. Not that there's any shame to um. Hide. Oh, no, not at all. I'm just curious. Okay, that's fair. Anyway, I loved her arch and I loved this outfit. Once again, kept it clean, kept it simple. Loved the color on, story. I think purple looks brand on brand, and I think Very purple good. looks really good on Marina. Purple and yellow looks so good on her because it's tropical. Yeah, I, yeah, I love this tropical fabric. Bombshell. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like kind of a, a a big like yellow flower in her hair would be like cute as well, kind of similar to what Gigi yeah. had. I wanted I wanted the hair to be a little bit bigger as well, and I I would have loved if there had been some sort of flower 
happening there or even like a flower on the shoe maybe i don't know yeah. it was for the time that they had this is clean this is polished it looks good yeah um yeah what did you say what did you rate it eris did you rate it or no no oh, i'll sorry. start by giving her an 80 i'll give her an 85 i'm gonna give her an 87.5 party Okay. Well, it's the golden boot of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, let's start with the fact I, that she didn't make the dress underneath this. Yeah, so it, yeah. it gets brought up on the runway that, and Jiggly calls her out, which I appreciated that of all people, it was Jiggly. Um, so she Seven did not queen. make the dress that she spoiled. Well, she did, but she didn't make it here in the workroom. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't make it for the challenge. And then she decided, oh, this is a Sagala challenge. Oh, we're doing floral looks. I'm going to wrap myself in chicken wire and thread. And we get a moment in critiques where. Mama Pao looks her up and down and says, where's the flowers? And she turns around to show Mama Pao, and Mama Pao goes, oh. Okay. Oh. I loved Pao in that moment. I was like, worth it. That was it. so shady. We haven't you, had better re- you better read her by saying two words. You better read her by saying two fucking words. Like It's nice to have a Drag Race host be shady. Like, because yeah. I think RuPaul is like, RuPaul well, we has get- spent too much we get moments yeah. from RuPaul, but RuPaul's like now kind of concerned with her public image of being yeah. seen as this ever-loving mother, which RuPaul, you are not. Like, be the cunt we know you are. She's and, like, safe. Yeah. Always like, we get people these days like Supreme and um, Nikki who are just oozing loveliness out of their hearts. <laughs> and I'm happy to see a Drag Race judge be a little cunty. Well, no, I was going to say, what I was what I was going to say was that um, we've gotten a few cunty judges, or in cunty hosts. I, I look at Brooklyn Heights, because <laughs> um, she's, oh, yeah. she's lovely and helpful, but she'll read a bitch if she needs to. I also yes. think to the few episodes of Italia I watched, Priscilla was very the same way. Mm. Um, yeah, but Priscilla wasn't funny to me. Like, this moment to me was funny. Priscilla was just a bitch as most of the girls have talked about. But, um, but yeah, so I, I do appreciate a, a shady judge. Um, mm-hmm. Corazon, you're a lovely drag queen. Yeah, actually, okay, Michael, so, I'm so sorry, Logan, do you mind if I step you go, in? You go right ahead, Sam. So, I personally, okay, execution, horrible. But I really love the idea of the chicken wire being used and kind of having that kind of already made shape. It's, I think it, the problem to, for me was just kind of all the embellishments on it. Like, the thread on it was way too much going on. Um, yeah. just, there should have been more incorporation of the flowers. Yeah, because it didn't read Sagala. It didn't read Sagala. This just felt like... Oh, I won the mini challenge. 
fuck you all. I'm going to put all of the thread that y'all are supposed to use on my garment. Yeah. It's like, very if she had taken that thread, I would have loved if she had done some sort of like sculptural asymmetrical situation with the chicken wire and then taken the thread and weaved flowers through the whole chicken wire. Yeah. That would have been fierce. That would have been so cute. Like almost that would have been so that would have been so unexpected, especially from someone like Corazon. Yeah. Like, I would have for that in a moment where she kind of, yeah. you know, had the basket incorporated mm -hmm. with the flowers. Like, yeah, that could have been so cute for Corazon as well, but eh. Um, you're a lovely drag queen. Uh, my cup is shattered on the ground. My cup, my cup is still in the factory, part of the rejects. Corazon, your smile is beautiful. Um, my cup's at a one. Don't you That's dare generous. give her a one. Oh, come on. I bought the cup, and then the cup shattered. That's what happened with Corazon. But Corazon, you're lovely, we love you. You're a lovely gal. We love you're... you, but you know this was bad. You said so and untucked, and we're just here to tell you again that it was bad. <laughs> yeah, very that. I saw the dress, and it was bad. <laughs> silhouette. Giving the same silhouette. I feel like this is a different silhouette, but she's still what? giving you her dark and goffy self. It's also nice to see her in a hair with a different texture, even if it's the same shape. Yeah, I, lo I, love, I love the different hair. It's not just like a straight, flat, black wig. Um... This had more volume and texture to it, um, which I appreciate. Um, I just feel like it looks great, don't get me wrong, and I love the dark interpretation of it, but this is gonna sound so shady, but I'll say it anyways. To me, if it kind of feels like the black dress was one idea and then she just put flowers over it. Yeah, it wasn't all that fleshed out. Yeah. Personally, I like mixing the gothy aesthetic with, like, red flowers. Because to me, black and red go together really well. Especially in florals, because I think black and roses in particular go really well together. Now, I know she's not wearing roses. So, I like the structural, like, shape of this, where it had all the holes in it, and it kind of looked like a spider's web. She looked lovely and gothic, and I loved the makeup. I am just waiting for maybe a different hair. Yeah, like, we would love to see Silhouette in a different hair color. I'm ready to see her in something that's not black. Yes. Right. I, understand it really if I understand if that's your thing, but you're on Drag Race, so you need to be at least showing a little bit of versatility. Trixie Mattel brought one brown wig to Drag Race, you have to have another wig that's not black. Um, with that being said, I'm going to give her a 70. I'm also... I'm going to give her a 70 as well. I'm going to give this a 70. It's like she doesn't look bad, but it's just not she the best treated. doesn't look bad, but it's not as good as like what some other queens have, have uh, presented. I was like, is the is the best one next? I can't remember. 
One of the best ones, Eva the Queen. Eva the Queen. I don't know how this was safe. Honestly, she should should have been in the top for me. For me, personally. The hair is gorgeous. The gown is lovely. It's well made. I love that she incorporated material from her dress on her arch. Um, the mug was stamped, the jewels were right, and the corset was lovely. And the I'm... art matched. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, say what you want to say, but my cup's already full. My cup is also full. This is very polished and very, very well constructed, very well executed. Actually, yeah, my cup is full, not overflowing. Because I wish there maybe could be a bit more shape in, like, the hips. Yeah. Like, volumes, I should say. A bit more volume around the hip area. Yeah, it, it all felt like the construction of this is clearly very good. Um, I like the hair, the 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 blonde on Eva. I'm loving. It looks I so good. It. It, it was so even good. like it was more like a strawberry blonde, which I loved even more. Like I like the embellishment. I like what she did with the corset part or the bustier part of the look. My issue is just that, like, after you get to the waist, it's just pink fabric. And I would have loved had the floral details been brought into the skirt. That's the only problem I have with it. That's why I wouldn't necessarily put it in my top three. But I think this is overall a very well-constructed look from Eva. I'm going to give her an 85. I, yeah, no, my cup's full. I already said it. My cup's full. Lady Morgana with feelings. feelings. Oh, baby God, with feelings. This was fine. It was, yeah, it was safe. This was perfectly fine. I like love if there choice. was a if there was a smack dab in the middle, sixth place for this episode. It's Lady it's Morgana. Lady Morgana. It's Lady, it's Lady Morgana. Morgana. Like I, love I loved. Did. Go ahead, Eris. I think we're gonna. I love say that she did. I love that she did something different with her makeup. I love the butterflies. Yep. Uh-huh. I love the color of it because it's different for Lady Morgana, and I'm loving that we're seeing different things for her. I'm happy about the versatility. Two episodes in, I yeah. think she looks wonderful, gal. She looks. She looks amazing. She's like a Glamazon parrot, you know. Oh my god, honestly, yeah. <laughs> and I mean that in the best way possible, like a oh, stunning yeah. Glamazon like parrot. Like, I love all the colors going on in here. The Gal Amazon Parrot? Yes, the Gal Amazon Parrot. Yeah, I mean... I love this with feelings. The only thing I don't... I'm pretty sure we're going to say the same thing, so go ahead. The only thing I don't like is the shape of the hair. Oh, that's not what I was going to (laughs) say. It is giving a little bit of a bunion on the top of her head. A bit. A bit. And in that color, yeah. Um, the one thing I had a bit of an issue with is the fact that there's so many colors happening in the garment. Mm. And I would have loved had she taken, like, one of the floral parts out. Like, I do like the blue flowers that are happening in the midsection. I just maybe wish there were more of those. Because I think or the red... She, yeah. Go ahead. Or even if she kind of, um, instead of putting it all on the waist, um, kind of put, like a like scattered a few like on her legs too sure yeah 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 but yeah overall with feelings this is a 70 this is a 75 this is a 77.5 
With feelings. With feelings. Ah. Hi. Hi. Venus looked amazing. Like she made this in like eight hours. I'm going to go ahead and just say this. This is one of the best design challenge looks on any season of Drag Race ever. I want and I to love quit. that. I'm so sorry. You go ahead, Sam. I I was so scared for Venus Deluxe because we saw how she was in the workroom and she looked like she was struggling and she was literally just piling and piling like leaves and flowers um into this look. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you can tell like that you can tell that kind of happened especially with the back area which is not a problem especially considering what she was going for um i i also felt bad because some of the queens were like yo it's giving funeral flowers i just want the queens of drag race down under to look venus up and down and know that none of them achieved what she did, and they had more time. They had twice as much time. Right! And yeah, maybe your flowers died, but maybe that's because they were being made into ugly outfits. Like, honestly, if I was being stuck to that, like, green moss ball that Pomegranate Ape wore on that runway, I too would shrivel up and die. Venus looks fantastic. This hair is wonderful. The makeup is gorgeous. I love the flowers' earrings. I love the choker. The corset, it looks like it has structure and boning, and it's made out of fucking leaves. And also, the judges said this didn't fall apart when she walked down the runway in it. She moved in the straight part. Also, I would. She fell. She fell. The bitch fell. fell. And she fell. The bitch fell. And she fell hard. But not that hard, actually. She didn't fall that hard. Yeah. The bitch fell. My my cup overflowing. Like overflowing. Free for free. Right. Overflowing. So good. Um, I think we could all say our favorite look on three. One, two. two. Eva Queen. Three. Hi. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Venus Deluxe. Hi. Venus Deluxe. The national yes. book of Filipinas. <sighs> she kind of ate. And she won! Yay! Oh my god, I'm so proud of her. And I, I just should. That's a track record, too. What? Oh, no, no, she's tied for the best track record currently with Minty with, Fresh. Yeah. Yes. Um, do we want to do Untucked before we talk about the rest of it? or We can quickly right. touch base on Untucked. Okay, so, boy, Jesus fucking Christ. So... The safe girls are back there. Brigadine is talking about how she felt she like she was the odd one out. She should have been in the top. She's upset and, that she's not getting critiques. Because she is now, two episodes in, she's the only girl who has not gotten a critique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm worried that she's going to get the Jan storyline. It seems like it. Yeah. Seems like it. I will say, when she said that she felt like she was better than everyone else who was safe, I love that Eva Queen just looked her up and down. Because Eva the Queen knows, like she knows. Like, don't get me wrong, I thought Brigadine looked lovely, gal. But no, you were maybe fourth or fifth on my list for me, dear. Whereas Eva the Queen probably, for me, 
honestly, taking everyone into account probably would have been second. Like, I would have said Venus, Evil Queen, Marina. Mm. But, um, I disagree, yeah. but I understand why you say that. Yeah. yeah. And then sort of this argument kind of just breaks out a little bit. Well, not argument, but they start talking about each other's branding. So they say, oh, Silhouette is like, you know, dark, gothic, whereas Marina... Some of the branding! Branding! branding. Each girl, and they're like, so bring it... In. Essentially, they're like, what do you do successfully? Quickly. Quickly. Like, and literally in that moment. And Brigadine didn't really have an answer for what Brigadine... She, she was just is. very much, like, dancing around the question. Well, and instead, they kind of... She shifts the conversation into, like, oh, well, I thought... Um, I thought these three girls were, I thought this would have been the tops and the bottoms. And I thought, you know, these three girls were the bottoms. And I would be one of the first ones to be announced as in the top. Yeah. Referring to, I believe, Marina's silhouette and Morgana as being in the bottom and then her and Eva in the top. Yeah. Confusing. Um, And then we get a line from Marina. She is becoming one of my favorites. She says, Brigadine is kind of like vanilla ice cream. She's sweet, but not everyone's favorite. Red. She screamed. Regal Summers ate with that line. Screamed, cried, and threw up. This is what I'm enjoying about Drag Race Philippines is they don't really filter what they're going to say because I don't feel like they have a fear of how the audience is going to react to them. No, not at all. Which I enjoy because like, too much of Drag Race is like forcibly editing someone to come across as cunty when they just say things that where they're trying to be funny. Like I felt like we got like a lot of that from Cam Hugh from Drag Race France where Cam Hugh was probably trying to be funny and they just edited it to be as cunty as possible. Whereas like the Drag Race Philippines girls say what they want to say and it's entertaining and I feel entertained and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Normalize being a little cunty every now and then. Also, this me is, every time I see Eris Envy. I will also say this is like a minute thing that I really enjoy about Drag Race Philippines, and this is the micro, like this is the tiniest detail. I love that they have a variety of cocktails. You know what I mean? Everyone gets their own cocktail. Everyone gets their own cocktail. Oh my god, no! Because I noticed that too. I was like, everyone's drinking something different. Everyone like, gets their own. Yeah, cocktail. Like... I loved it. Because I can imagine having nothing but cranberry vodka for 12 weeks is probably oh not god. the best. Oh my god, I love vodka crayon. Oh, not to interject <laughs> my own story in there, but when we did the roast last Friday, lowest common denominator and I, being the broke host we are, went halves on two pitches of uh, a cocktail. And since she was the one paying and I paid her back later, she was like, um, okay, well, we're going to have Long Island iced tea. Even though I said we should get sex on the beach. And I was like, okay, well, I'll try Long Island iced tea. Bitch. Oh. It was like drinking petrol. Yeah. But when I tell you, I ended up absolutely fucking zonked, zooted, and bewildered on that woman's Yeah, because it's got night. like four different fucking alcohols in it, sister. Yeah. Sister. And I, also, <laughs> I, did also, I did also receive a concussion that night, so... Thank you to Bailey Bubbles for not knowing how to operate a car boot. There is envy, sweetie. <laughs> Drink responsibly, please. I was about to Listen, I'm British. Again. My I'm alcohol tolerance is much high. higher. Okay, so then the conversation shifts 
to a discussion. Uh, we're going to talk about the minty and whatever shit in a second. I do love that when everybody came back into the workroom, Turing immediately beelines to Corazon and was like, sorry, I said your name. And then they have a kind of a bit of a conversation later where Corazon's like, I get it. It's a game. Like, don't apologize. I said you. Like, this is a game. I understand. And I, I love also that she was like, if I'm in the bottom, it's because y'all were really good. And I just didn't have a moment where I was good. And I loved hearing that from Gorazon. I really wasn't expecting to hear like that. No, from not at very, all. It was a love She's humility. A great part about this. Like I was really impressed with her um, in that moment. But was uh, it this episode or the previous? I think it was the previous episode actually when they mentioned that she had lied about someone lied about her praying to um for Corazon to go home. That was, oh, that was episode, a- yeah, Paula yeah. had lied. Well, Turing, Turing said she wanted Corazon to go home because she was annoying, and it was Paula that had lied, saying she lied several times about it about Turing saying that it was because she was a pageant queen. That was so funny to me. I'm not gonna lie. I no, hated that. I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't. I was like, I damn, damn, precious. Why did you do them like that? I think I only. Like, oh, <laughs> the only reason I found it funny is because, like, when Turing and Corazon realized, they both just had a laugh about it. Yeah. Because if it had ended in like a spiteful argument, I probably wouldn't be saying that I loved it. But just because it yeah. ended in with like both of them laughing and being like, "Oh, Paula, you bitch," I found it funny. It just felt unnecessary. Yeah. On Paula's part, that's the only problem I had with it. But um, there's yeah. also a brief conversation about like family life. Corazon's a photo of Corazon and her father pop up. Um, we kind of already touched on that a little bit. Marina talks about being from like um, separated parents and living mm-hmm. with you know a foster family essentially for a short period of time. Um, all oh. of that is very emotional and all of that. But... And then we get the longest fight in Untucked history between Minty Fresh and Brigadine. Please narrate the fight, Eris Envy, because I want to hear all of your thoughts. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I did start hopping on my phone at the seven minute mark of this. <laughs> but um, the gist of it was that um Brigadine had hosted a digital show. And she and Marina was a guest, and she had started trying to get Marina to answer questions about the uh, nectar bar drama or the O bar drama and why Minty and Marina don't get along. And Marina was like, Hey, don't want to talk about this, but she still asked anyway. And Minty was basically calling her out, saying, You know, you're a shit stirrer, and I don't like that. It's not your business. And Brigadine tried to apologize. and Minty basically just did not accept the apology. She was like, "No, your your shit stirred. Just don't do that. You don't don't apologize. Just don't do that." And um, that's at least what I got from it, anyway. But um, Jesus, it was a long fucking argument. Like I don't yeah. think we've had an argument go on that long in Drag Race because normally an argument yeah. goes on like that long. They pull one of them into the smoking area so they can have a moment where like I can't stand that fucking bitch. Well, I mean, it, Minty eventually walks away, but like. Yeah. I think they usually do that when, like, the argument gets, like, a lot more intense and it almost gets to that point where people want to throw hands at each other. Um, yeah. For them, it kind of didn't reach that point because I think they understand that, you know, hitting each other is a no-no in drag. So, yeah. 
I think my difficulty with this is like Gigi, as we come to find out, is her nickname, um, which is going to get confusing with Gigi Era. Yeah, I'm just going to say Brigadine. The show I had with Brigadine was like, she was apologizing, but was still trying to like get her point across. Yeah, no, because I'm like, sis, I'm like, sis, you are in the wrong. I understand that you're trying to get your position across, and that's all fine and lovely and wonderful, but you're in the wrong here. You mm-hmm. need to recognize what Min is saying mm-hmm. and kind of let your own feelings go away. It doesn't matter if you convey what your point was to her because she doesn't care. Yeah, and it's it's weird because it's like, um, what is it? She to me the story the the story kind of comes off as like a bit half-hearted. Um I and absolutely then thought the same way. Okay, so then, are you and Marina good now? Why does it matter? Like, why are you injecting it's yourself not- into this in the first place? This is not her issue. This is an issue between Min and Marina that also has nothing to do with drag. Oh, drag race. And I, I love understand the why- drama. I love yeah. the drama. Don't get me wrong. I'm just like, why are we? Why are we now? I just feel like it's seeing this. Yeah, I just feel like it's unfair a little bit on Minty and Marina having to have this like aired out publicly against their will. Because mm-hmm. I think if not, they probably wouldn't have mentioned it. It probably yeah. would have been a private matter, and they just would have like stayed their separate whatevers, and it would have been fine. Yeah. And I remember Marina um, mentioning, I believe, in the first episode, being like, oh, could you please stop, like, comparing, like, Marina and I, or, like, pitting us two against yeah. each other, because that is not the narrative we're trying <laughs> to Yeah. Anyway, so back to the main stage. Actually, no, I want to, I want to, oh, because yeah. we didn't get this, because we haven't talked about this yet, I just want to acknowledge the fact, Eva eating up Brigadine. Uh, yes. Cleared. She. Oh my god. So as like, what is it? Brigitte's getting up, going to the mirror, kind of. I think talking to Min. Um, she says, "Oh, it's not. It's not sensitive. You're insensitive." That sent me. I was like, Eva Queen. She gagged her just a little bit. <sighs> You know when you have a hero and a villain in one person? Mm-hmm. She slayed her. She did. Cut Slater. Anyway, we go back to the runway. As we talked about, Venus is the winner of this week's challenge. Uh, with Minty and Paula in the top. We obviously had Brigadine, Eva, Morgana, Marina, and Silhouette as safe. We have a bottom three of Corazon, Gigi Era, and Touring, with the bottom two ultimately being Corazon and Touring. I, I agree. agree. Yeah. yeah. It, I agree. It is what it is. It, it's just, I think they mentioned it too, that they're like, oh, it's kind of funny how like all the all three of us that claim to be like sewers ended are up in them. the bottom, yeah. Mm. I am more than ready to talk about this lip sync. Let's talk about it. They lip sync to I'm Feeling Sexy Tonight by Jonah Cruz. I love this song. Yeah. It's catchy. I've been saying 
I, I keep saying it. I keep singing it to myself in my head. Like when I, I only, I only have toilet. one action to to um. You, it, this might not be optimal for those of you listening on Spotify because this is more of a visual thing. But you know, it, in the heart of Turing, literally that, and that's how I knew she would win. Come on, hand performance. Like literally, like. She said, my arms are jello. Honestly. And apparently her hit too. Yeah. We saw that we saw that Turing was like a dance queen. I didn't know she was also like she could also do like modern dance. And honestly, I see a lot of inspiration from whacking in her performance. Yeah. And like this lip sync was probably like the biggest ratio I have ever seen like, in a long while apart from, I well, think... actually Mini Cooper and Beverly Kills was last week. Well, no, I was gonna say the last ratio that I felt was this, like this ratioed, honestly was Latrice Royale and Kenya Michaels. Yeah, and honestly Corazon was doing good. Wait, like, not, even Trinity, not even the Tuck and Hides? Oh, yeah. No. No. See, here's my thing, because Corazon was doing good. I think she needed more energy and she needed to pay up the seductiveness of yeah. it. Because mm-hmm. it was a lot of... Which is great. But whilst, uh, but Turing was dancing circles around her. Literal Quite circles. Quite literally. Mm-hmm. And she um, was sexy. She was sensual. Uh, she, was, she opened that bag of granola, took out every O and felt them all individually. She was mopping um, the corn, feeding the children. Yes. So to clarify, Sam, the reason why I don't think um, Trinity and Charlie is that big of a ratio is because Charlie at least knew the words to the song. That Kenny is, Michaels did not know the words to that song. That is true. That is true. So. Honestly, Turing is like such a fabulous performer. Yes. I hate to say this, but I kind of want to see her in the bottom more so we can get more lip syncs. Like, I'm no, hoping... don't you dare. I'm don't hoping she's... Don't do attitudes like that. No, I'm hoping she's that queen this season who's in the bottom four times before she's eliminated. Because I want to see these lip syncs. I want fourth. her to knock these girls out one by one. In fourth. Yes. Well, as... um, it's, I don't think it's going to come as a shock to anybody, but Touring won the lip sync. Oh, Corazon. And we lose Corazon. I wasn't expecting the... What? Mm-hmm. See, in the Meet the Queens, I said I was expecting her to be early out. But then after the first Same. episode, I was like... After the first episode, I was like, oh, actually, maybe Corazon will do really well. And mm-hmm. this is just, like, going back to the lip sync for a second. After seeing um, the performance she did for the talent show, I thought Corazon was going to put up much more of a fight than she did. Yeah. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, I'm sad to lose her because I think she's a wonderful competitor and yeah. I enjoy a lot of what she says. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that. I was Next ready for is... Oh god. I was gonna say I was ready for her to be the narrator queen of the season. No, I think honestly, I think that's gonna be Paula. Wouldn't surprise I me. Like be I, I would also like that. I could also see see it being um, silhouette, which I would also love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I also can imagine. I would. I would be. I would laugh so hard if the narrator of the season is Vinyas. Yes. Hi. 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 Uh, Anyway, I love this cast. I do too. This is good. Next week is the girl group challenge. Five and five, which I don't think we've had it. I don't think we've had it at top 10 before, which is going to be wild. We have. It's been a while, though. I'm not sure if you technically... Oh, Canada. Fuck, I forgot about Canada. Anybody anybody pussy pop in quite like I do. Anybody looks in a head like mine do. Ain't no lap jacks on like mine do. When I stepped in the room, We all laughed at... Rita Old and Lona be Fake. And that last girl, what's her name? Honestly, we all laughed at Lemon calling herself a rapturous, but I mean, who's laughing now? RuPaul, because she like sent a house for necklace, VIP guest. <laughs> I'm like, I want something similar to that. But it's anyway. Like interesting angular movements. Oh, dear. Make sure to like, subscribe, share on the way out. We're tired, so bye. 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 I'm feeling sexy today. But I'm not also Santon Kavaya. That wasn't what I was saying. Nope.